2: Sirius XM Radio presents in conjunction with House of Athlete
3: I Am
4: Athlete Tonight
5: Welcome back to I Am Athlete Tonight I am your host 10 year NFL defensive lineman Liget Doosable with my teammates Six time pro bowler now. I'm wide, rece- <laughs> wide receiver Brandon Marshall <laughs> and pro bowl corner for the Kansas City Chiefs yeah. Brandon Flowers. And we got my guy, the snowman Dion Dawkins, pro bowl offensive tackle for the Buffalo Bills. He's going to talk the some- Put respect on his name, bro. You don't do a good job Deion Sanders <laughs> coming soon. I'm about to talk about that. I'm about to talk about Deion Dawkins right now. Yeah,
0: but I'm saying you said uh uh the pro the the left tackle for pro bowl
5: ball. tackle for the Buffalo Bills, bro. Put no, I need a the little bit of That makes a difference. That dude, you Seriously. see you see, you see him, bro, his swagger, his yeah. fashion, his it's a little different. Know, my dog stay swagged up, but uh, <laughs> also big coming up, Dion Sanders, Mr. Prime himself, We will discuss with him the allegations of Nick Saban saying that Jackson State paid a million dollars for a player. But spicy. It's very spicy. But let's talk a little bit a little bit about the Buffalo Bills, Dion. Um you guys Big free agent signing this offseason. A guy that's going to push you and and ultimately, Vaughn. I would say, make you better. Right?
0: Buffalo, we We
5: got Von Miller. Miller. Dion.
0: I like to get. I like to get messy. Let's get straight <laughs> to it. One on one is going to be some legendary matchup yeah, coming the end
2: of July. July twenty seven. Y'all reporting. We
0: got. We got training camp who wins that one-on-one battle, you or D, or, or, or Vaughn? The bond, yeah. Are you
2: crazy? First of all, I know that that is not a real question. I would never say any man is about to beat me in nothing. Oh. Me, oh. I'm picking me I'm over happy. anybody. Now look, now you already know I respect life, I respect Vaughn. You, like Vaughn is a legend, but I'm going with me, snow, mm. every rep, everything. <laughs> but you feel me, Vaughn, I ain't gonna sharpen iron, just like you feel me, but it's, it's
6: so, man. <laughs> I like that, dude. This yeah. is B Flowers right here, man. How do y'all keep this chip on y'all shoulder, knowing that everybody got y'all projected so high to do this in the playoffs? Mike can play in the Super Bowl, and somebody like Von, Kyer, Elam out of the draft, mm. who will be a top corner in the league? He got yeah. ball skills. How do y'all come in hungry, you know, and just ready to make that run this year, instead of just saying we know what we got, you know, and then just falling under the eight ball. Mm.
2: Well, truly, um, it starts with us letting the world understand, and f- honestly, honestly, not even that, letting each other in the locker room understand. Last year is over with. The year before that is over with. The year before that is over with. There's all these media outlets that's that's and that's rotting us. They are all on top of us, just and just going crazy. And oh, the bills is this, the bills is that, and we know, right? Every year is getting harder, and it will get harder because people. Respect us, people like want to give us their best ball. So, us relaying the message to the younger guys and to the guys that are going to play special teams, the guys that are coming in, that last year is over with. Like we got to prove it all over again. Yeah, our our record is zero zero. So all of them wins, all of them yards, all of them catches, all of them passes, that stuff don't mean nothing this year. So it's the it's the full turning kit that we understand that we going for and um, we are there mentally with understanding the task at hand. We are the Buffalo Bills. We have a great quarterback. We have a great receiving core. We have a great offensive line, great D line, great everything. And just because we look great on paper does not mean that we're going to be great on the field. And we understand that it has to be put into action. So with the guys that are leading and, and, and the guys that are the, are the voices of the locker room. We are just relaying that message that it's not just going to happen. It's never just going to happen, and it's going to be harder than ever. And we understand the the task at hand, which is why we are here present um, in OTAs and, and getting this thing done.
5: We're talking to Pro Bowl offensive tackle Deion Dawkins of the Buffalo Bills. And, and Deion, let's talk about one more of your teammates, a guy that me and Brandon know personally Gabe Davis, right? I know you're really cool with Gabe Davis. How special yeah. can this guy be? We heard the GM come out and says, you know, he does, he's not even going to talk about how special Gabe Davis could be 200 plus yards in a playoff game, be Marsh. You ever done that? No, <laughs> <laughs> four, t- four touchdowns in one game yeah. in one game in the playoffs versus the Chiefs. Yeah. How special can this kid be, man? Because I loved him, I've been following him, and again, he went to the greatest university in the land, right? yeah. So,
2: cut it out, you know what I'm saying?
5: University in the land, but yeah, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I've been following this kid since he was a freshman, and I, I knew he was gonna be special. Just so, just talk about him a little bit.
2: I mean, shoot, I'm gonna talk, I'm gonna talk him up because he's up, so uh. Gabe Gabe is him and and Gabe understands that. Gabe understands that he is a different caliber of receiver. He is the next everything Mm in my mind and our locker room's mind and he works and he's not just a one game star. Um, He's been doing it over and over and over and over and over and over and over. He does it in practice. He does it when nobody's looking. He does it in the field house. He does it when we're in Florida. He does it when he's on vacation. Uh, Gabe, Gabe is a workaholic, and he has the character, he has the spirit, he has the bright star. Gabe is, Gabe is just what it is, and Gabe is a crucial piece to our team that we all need. Like Gabe brings that positive energy in, in the locker room. He's always making guys smile. He's always lifting guys' spirits up, and he catches footballs and he scores touchdowns.
6: And at the <laughs> end of
2: the day, that's what it's all about. So the fact that he's catching balls and scoring touchdowns, that's a plus. So there's all pluses, no minuses. So, you mm. know, I'm happy for him. I'm thankful for him. And I'm thankful to call him a teammate.
6: The fact that he's scoring all these touchdowns, right? We all know y'all got a guy, a signal calling Josh Allen, who's throwing these dimes, right? Yeah. We don't. We know how he is as a player, but how is he in the locker room as a leader, right? Because I played for a quarterback like Alex Smith who's chill he leads by example he's not a rah-rah guy but he gets the job done and i play with philip rivers who will take control of the meeting room the practice every day and yeah. let you know what you need to do to be successful on the field he was like a coach on the field what kind of leader is josh allen
2: um i don't know if it's if it's biased to say josh is an all-around leader but he's uh-huh. an all-around leader he's all of those pieces you know i'm never really in the quarterback room, obviously, but in the in the offensive unit room, you know, Josh listens, he listens and before any speaks, he he doesn't like try to throw his weight around. Um, but on the field, whenever he touches that in that field, it's Josh Allen. So his voice, his word, his his look, look at this, you you're going there and this and that, he has full control of the situation at all time. And in the locker room, he's one of the funniest guys. You know, he is literally, um I don't like want to call him a kid because he's a grown man now. So, but in a sense, he is a Give kid Give us an grown example man. how
0: funny he is. Give us something.
2: Oh, man, Josh, Josh. So like, like all of those little, I got you jokes or, 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 or like, or like a D's joke, that's Josh. Josh, is gonna, <laughs> Josh, Josh, Josh is going to catch you slipping. You like, you're going to be in a regular like conversation with him. And it's gonna like be like da 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 And he'll be like, I got you. And then it's just like, whatever. But uh, but that's that's Josh. Josh, Josh can 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 bring the personality out of some somebody. And for a quarterback that's not just like a, a mannequin, like with no like personality, Josh is Josh is also is him. Top
0: five? Is he top five quarterback in the in the game?
2: And a man, Josh is top five quarterback in the league, in the game. That's what I'm saying. Yes. on 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 and off yes josh, so we'll rank, them. josh, josh rank josh, josh is top five quarterbacks in the nfl it, right it, now you know all these man. He's he's messed. Messed. yeah, yeah. what top five quarterbacks shit josh yeah. allen
7: <laughs>
2: shit look look josh allen i'm going to say tom brady i'm going to say order. in order in
0: order start from 5 and in go to order. order yeah 5 to what? 1
2: Five to one.
0: I oh, mean, one to five. You know, the, you know. Some of us make. Yeah. What's it? Dyslexic. Dyslexic. <laughs> yeah.
2: Well, hold on, yo. I'm a.
0: But, you know, I know a lot of people listening right now yeah. might be dealing with that. So yeah. You know, so play around with that.
2: Yeah. Dang. So top five. Definitely, and number one is Josh. I'm gonna say Josh, Tom Brady, um, and Rock Rogers, and uh, that's it. Just top three, man. That's it. It's top three. Hold um, <laughs> on. Did he say Josh number one? Josh is number one. Josh is the number one quarterback in the league. What about Mahomes? Patrick Mahomes ain't number one. That. What <laughs> Pat? They got, yeah. they got
5: beef. That's the last two yeah.
2: No, no, no. Look, look. First of all, it's <laughs> all it's all and respect. But I'm going Josh. So if we don't go forward, then put- that, are put, you being biased
0: because you're Bill Mafia? Like
2: what? That's I'm his left tackle. That's the best quarterback <laughs> in, in in the league. Exactly. So we can put Pat at four. What else? What else? do what, what you want, B?
5: <laughs> <laughs> I like it. This is I Am Athlete Tonight. I'm your host, Lee J. Douzable, with my teammates, Brandon Marshall and Brandon Flowers. And we're with Dion Dawkins, Pro Bowl Offensive Tackle, left tackle for the Buffalo Bills. Bro, more respect. Left tackle. Bro, this dude, y'all follow <laughs> this man. This dude,
0: tell, tell him your handle. This dude, swaggy. Dude. <laughs> Yo, what's your swaggy. handle?
2: What's your Instagram account? Oh, man. So Jersey Star, J E R Z E Y S T A R. Yeah, and dudes, know, I already dudes
5: know, know, I'm all personality, man. Yeah, so he's got a big personality. But I, I do have a question for you, yeah. right? Because a lot of people in the sports game have been asking this question. I wanted to hear it. your answer directly from you. With Brian Dayball leaving and going to the New York Giants, some people said, He kind of, I want to say made Josh Allen, but that's when Josh Allen really transformed or transcended when Brian Dayball was there. Do you guys maybe worry about maybe there being a drop-off with Brian Dable leaving because he was such a mastermind on offense?
8: I don't
2: have no worries. I know who Josh is. Um Dable, we love him. I love him. Uh but no, nobody thinks about none of that weird stuff. Josh is Josh and Josh is Josh, Josh is coachable. And Josh is going to adapt to a situation and that's where he's at now. He has a different coach. He has a different, you know, little mix, mixing pot, but not, and not even truly. Cause his like the, like the coordinator now is what's his quarterback coach. So it's kind of what, like, what are we really talking about? Um, uh, Dorsey was Josh's quarterback coach for them previous years. And now he's a coordinator. So, Stuff is really not have changed. So no
0: drop off. So basically, what you're saying is no drop-off. You're gonna win the super bowl.
2: I mean, I don't talk like that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, oh I, girl, don't I don't, I, you know, I don't, boy, I don't, I yeah. don't talk like why, that.
0: Why, why as uh, active <laughs> athletes, why are we scared to make
2: predictions, dudes? Like, why? Well, <laughs> you know why you no 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 no. I don't come on. First of all, you know why we don't <laughs> exactly. talk as, 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 as <laughs> you like me. we don't talk. There ain't no talk. We got all action. John Dawkins said the Bills are winning the Super Bowl. We <laughs> yeah. don't care what anybody. No, either. no, 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 no talk. All action.
5: <laughs> all, all action.
2: Right. We got game one to get through. So we want to talk about game one. Yes, that's what we're going for. Nope. The first dub. We got to so stack you- dubs up to get there. I right. don't want to even think about that. So hmm. speaking of
0: Dion, uh, Dion Sanders will be joining us in 15 minutes. So dudes, I, you know, I know we want to continue this conversation with this Dion B, big double D.
6: So yeah, <laughs> really, so this, this is what I gotta ask, forward, right? I, I like having you on because you can give us inside the locker room, inside the helmet, on what made people great, right? You talked about Josh Allen, how he a leader, how he makes the team fun and y'all chemistry. That's why y'all winning games too. Y'all like being around each other. Yeah, Higgs, he a hell of a player. I see y'all dancing in practice, dancing yeah. on your game day, having fun. Him and Josh chemistry, man, is just like second to none like just for the high school receivers and their quarterbacks or the college receivers and their quarterback, where do that chemistry start? Is it in in the film room? Are they real friends off the field? Do they practice before, after practice? Like how do they get that chemistry down to be so good on the field?
2: You know, it truly comes with catching the ball and throwing the right passes. (laughs) If, if Josh is throwing the right passes and trusting to catch the ball, he's coming down and catching it they going to run up. They're going to throw energy at each other, and that's going to build a bond. And then off of the field, if they're in the weight room, dude, and dudes is working, dudes is obviously looking. Dudes is eyeing, eyeing dudes up and making sure that dudes are on the right track. And um that also goes into it, but it comes down to it when we are on the field in situations where you can build in that trust, where it's a tight game, and the world knows that, Stephon, you're getting the ball. Is you going to catch the ball or not? And when he catches it, that just keeps building. It, it just keeps building. So what what they are, are doing, they're stacking bricks on bricks on bricks to, you know, inform that, that brotherly bond so nobody could ever knock it down.
5: Mm-hmm. Well, uh, Dion, we're going to bring in our producer, Anthony. He had a question for you. Go ahead, Anthony.
2: Hey, Dion, you're talking about Stefan Diggs, obviously one of the best receivers in the game, but. Let's not forget, brother. You had two reception touchdowns yourself.
5: Oh, yeah. You really? Swaggy tight
2: end. I do, I do, I do. I'm in
0: position. You did after you caught the Patriots touchdown in 2019, if I'm not mistaken. Let's talk
2: about that for a second. You but you know what, Anthony? Thank you, dog. You know what? Thank you, man. You feel me? Thank you. For anybody, look, and for B March that noticed, you know how hard it is to catch a touchy. But yes, um, I do have two tutties. Um, I'm thankful tutties. for it. Tutties. I am I am definitely blessed. I'm definitely gifted. I can definitely catch, and I will definitely catch over you. So uh, (laughs) I will definitely do it. So, But truly, though, like all jokes aside, um, that ticket and was punched, and I just, you know, signed off on that ticket. It was just a play my entire life. Every big guy wants to score, wants to be in the end zone. But, you know, I'm definitely thankful. I do have two, you know, and my thought is I have one. Now, I want to break the record. I have two. I'm definitely pushing towards it, and I want it. And I believe Donald Penn see, has it. To say, I you talking
5: about for O linemen catching touchdowns? Say it again. You talking about for O linemen catching touchdowns?
2: What you think, bro? I'm not what's out the there record? catching say, touchdowns all what's, hey,
5: what's, what's the record?
2: I think it's like seven or eight.
5: Wow, that's a lot, bro.
2: And, that's, and that's, that's, and, that's and that's, no, and that's, and if I'm correct, no, it's
5: no, Donald yeah, Penn. No, if I'm correct,
2: it's Donald Penn. Donald it's Penn how many does he have? I'm going to say it's between that six and eight window. Yeah, Donald Penn used to get the ball. So, man. so, so,
0: so, listen, you have uh, 10 seconds to talk to that offensive coordinator. <laughs> That's what right? I was going to bring up. <laughs> yeah, that offensive coordinator. Well, the, the quarterback's coach, now offensive coordinator. You know, we're talking about Josh Allen, but you got 10 seconds to talk to him about how he need to help you get the uh, record. So, well, well, Deion, honestly, you No, 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 truly,
2: truly, truly, no, yo, listen. No, truly nothing. A, Talk to your offensive coordinator. Talk <laughs> that's a, that's a, that's a, and that's a personal goal where if it come, it come. And I'm talking about, no. like, if it come. But, like, first of all, I don't want to take away nothing from none of my skinny guys. And I call them skinny. <laughs> no, dead. no. Nah, none nah, of them. Nah, but like what I'm saying that. is if yeah, Don can get in there and get no, it done, let's me get it
0: done. If we like the role play on this show, right? So you so got Brandon, Brandon Flowers is, uh, <laughs> what's your office? Ken Dorsey. And, and your you got a double team, your Deion Dawkins. Talk to your coach.
5: We on the two-yard line, coach. I need the ball. Can, Go ahead and explain Dude, tell to them him. what's the record. So honestly, Deion, you're only two away from tying the record, right? Donald Penn, Joe Valerio, and Anthony M- Munez have the, the the receiving touchdown record right now at four. Three guys tied way. before. In so you only need three other, three more touchdowns. You get the record. So talk to your coach. Telling He's me you right gotta he got get Fires. you right. Talk to talk to your offensive coordinator.
2: All right. Well, look, let's keep it G. Hey coach, if we on a two, if we on a two yard yard line, get a ball to your playmakers. And that's Steph, that's Gabe, that's the guys that do this every day. But if we do need some change up, let's change it up. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't I, a, I
6: don't think you sound too confident, man. I, I, I mean, listen.
2: I'm not. Look, my goal is not to go in a game and score no touchdowns. I want to block every block for Josh. But if we're having fun and things can go and, you know, we could get a little dark snow pass, let's do it. That's us
6: win championships, bro. I like yeah, it, bro.
2: Like, let's win <laughs> <play> championships.
5: <laughs> well, Dion, man, we appreciate you coming by and talking yeah. with us. That's Dion Dawkins. 4 left tackle for the Buffalo Bills. Hi, everyone. I'm Hall of Fame sportscaster Leslie Visser. And if you love sports the way I do, the people, the passion, then you'll enjoy my podcast, In Conversation, every Thursday. I've drawn from 45 years of covering all sports with people like Billie Jean King and David Duchovny and the merry
9: prankster
3: himself, Bill Walton.
9: I have reached the top of the mountain. I am having a conversation with Leslie Visser. My
3: hero. So please listen and subscribe wherever
5: you stream your podcasts. If you haven't been paying attention to the sports news, Nick Saban called out Jackson State for playing a player a million dollars to come to Jackson State. And we're gonna bring in our producer Evan to give the background story on that. And before Evan comes on, we're gonna actually have the head coach of Jackson State come, Dion Sanders, primetime. We'll be here in just a few minutes to discuss the allegations that Nick Saban had for Jackson State. Yeah, the long story short here, dudes, is that Nick Saban, the head coach of Alabama, was uh, bitching and
1: complaining about how the NIL system (laughs) is hurting (laughs) Alabama's uh, ability to recruit. You know, you may have heard that Alabama turned in the number two recruiting class this year behind Texas A&M. He complained about Jimbo Fisher at Texas A&M. Jimbo Fisher went scorched earth and said that Nick Saban is a terrible person. Basically, you can hear all that sound uh, all over the Internet. But more specifically to Deion Sanders, he also singled out Jackson State. And he said, quote, Jackson State paid a guy $1 million last year that was a really good Division I player to come to the school. He was talking about Travis Hunter, who's a five-star prospect, who was originally committed to Florida State and then flipped and then signed to Jackson State, which is an HBCU, Deion Sanders. It was a big, big deal because HBCUs, especially Jackson State, like they don't typically – land these kind of high profile five-star athletes and dion did it's a huge huge deal and to have nick saban kind of sully it and be like hey you only got him because you guys paid dion's upset i mean he is he has hinted at that on social media he's basically said it's a lie number one and number two he's got some words for nick saban so we reached out to to dion sanders earlier and we said hey man we'd love to have you on the show to give us your thoughts and Dion said, I'll be there. So Dion's a very busy man, but he has told us that he will be on the show any minute now. So we are waiting for Dion's arrival. And as soon as we get here, the obviously the first question that we want to ask him is like, what what do you have to say to a guy like Nick Saban after all this all day long? I'm dying to hear what Dion Sanders has to
4: say here.
0: Before before we, you know, jump into you know us bouncing around until Dion gets here, Evan. I always love your opinion. You know, what's your thoughts on all of this mess and this drama today?
1: I think that uh, I think it's a lot of sour grapes on on um, from Nick Saban. Man, stop complaining. You're supposed to be the head ball coach. Like, lean in. Like, look. Everybody has the ability to do NIL now, right? We know that. Like USC, we were talking about this the other day they have uh, it puts them in a great position to start bringing in players because they're based in you know Hollywood Los Angeles they can connect people to the agencies and get NIL deals all that stuff nick saban's got to lean into what he does best and that is uh, we're going to be winners we're going to be able to feature you on national television every week we're going to be able to prep you guys with the best coaches and, and specialists in college football and probably get you to the uh, to the NFL so stop complaining that you're being that, that NIL makes it unfair to you and just lean into what's working. Uh, I love what Jimbo Fisher said, and that's why I'm so excited to hear from Dion. And by the way, Dion is connecting yeah. right now, everyone. So Dion oh. Sanders, uh, the I... great, the legend Deion Sanders is joining us right now. You sure? Coach Dion, are you there?
0: Oh, low, low, low. you hear a dude say, hey. Coach Dion. Don't call him
3: <laughs> <"D-don't> coach. <call him." laughs> he said, Don't call him. What
0: do we call you? What yeah. do we call you? We want to make sure we get this right. You call
4: me Coach Pride. Coach <laughs>
0: Coach Pratt.
7: Hey,
0: yeah. oh, yeah. welcome, well,
4: welcome to the Cody. show now. You call me Cody. You call me Cody. Well, I go by Cody as well. Cody,
3: what's Cody? What's Cody yeah. what what short for? You?
4: Yeah, it's Coach of the Year. That's that's what they were. Oh, <laughs>
3: I'm coach, coach of the year. Let's go. <laughs> nah, Coach, we oh, really,
5: truly appreciate you stopping by. I am athlete tonight to talk with us today. I'm just going to get right into it, man. After Nick Saban's allegations. Well, I don't see y'all. I want to see y'all see when I talk is? to you. I need to see y'all, man. Put your things on. I need to see y'all faces, man.
0: We, I don't see nobody. Swipe left. No. They say. They say swipe oh, left. Yes, Old oh, man. Oh, man.
4: Okay. you. technology, man. It's technology. Right. No, no, Cody. <laughs> I, I
0: love. I love your relationship with your sons and your kids, your, your sons and daughters. Thank you. But they're Thank they're you. the ones running your. The, you know, a lot of the social. <laughs> a lot of the social. So so you need to have them
4: come teach you how to swipe <laughs> yeah. left. Well, that that's my oldest son. He runs the socials.
5: He runs right. the socials. Yeah, yeah, but but Cody, as you like to be called, we let's go ahead and get into it. Uh. You know, Nick Saban came out, had some choice words saying that the yeah, Jackson yeah. State program paid a million dollars to get a recruit there. Talking about yeah. Travis Hunter. Uh, what is your response to that?
4: Well, first of all, we don't have million dollars. And if you've been to Jackson State and you understand how the program works. You understand there's a deficit not only in our program, but every program. And we're trying to close that deficit right now. We're doing a darn good job of it. Last year, we raised $30 million for the city of Jackson alone. That's what they told them. So I'm pretty sure we was probably about forty because they didn't tell us about $10 million of it. So we're doing a great <laughs> job in uh, what we're accomplishing in Jackson State. And we're changing the whole paradigm of HBCU football. And we're trying to be the catalyst and the model for all HBCUs on how to do business on the field, off the field, um, in the boardrooms uh, as, as as well as all facets, even attracting these Fortune 500 companies to come into the realm and, and help help us tremendously. But a million dollars, uh, I would never do that if we even had it because that would destroy the fabric of our team. That would destroy all of my thought process and how uh, I teach work, reward, work, reward. I teach work. Uh, you pay kids millions of dollars in college. How are they still hungry? Mm. Me, what, how are How they still hungry? How you pay a kid more than you pay coaches mm. in oh, yeah. college? college. So so. so and coach, now I, you you risk I'm sorry. Let me finish the your statement. You're you're risking the that that line integrity in, in, of college football. Let me tell you what I mean by that. The media don't attack college players like they attack. Pro players they don't do it because you're still an amateur and they don't say certain things you never see them blast a college quarterback or someone who you, you never see that when these guys start getting paid and you're making more than the reporters that's reporting and some of your coaches that opens you up for scrutiny man these kids ain't built like that they're not ready for that mentally and emotionally and psychologically he, they ain't ready for that, man. And we're, open we're opening up. We're opening the can that they're not ready to minister to.
0: Right. So, so Coach Evan, uh, we're going to bring our, our producer Evan in shortly. I know he has a couple questions as well. But before we get to Evan and and Brandon Flowers is on the show, and we got Laje Dusable, our host of I Am Anthony tonight.
4: Um, you know. Look, we, Brandon we, was nice we, with it. Brandon was nice with it too. I appreciate oh, that, Prime. Brandon I was me like
0: high praise. What man. did you like about Brandon Flowers' game, Coach?
4: Don't dissect me. Don't dissect it Don't, dissect it, don't <laughs> do it like that. I know. I he am so nice and prime. prime. Yeah. And I'm good. That's the goat. I appreciate <laughs> that. Like that. That's the. You, that's that's it. 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 That's all you need.
0: Oh, that's all I need. That's, that's it. A goat.
6: He's <laughs> nice, he was nice with it. The, he's the goat. The goat. Nobody come close. What you mean? Oh, he started
0: last year we 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 were uh blessed to have you come on i am Matthew had
4: show, a great right? time man with y'all man
0: great time and, and one of the sound bites that came out of that legendary sound bites was you know like channing crowder asked you. he was like man i don't see how <laughs> you know, HB, yeah, right right hey, hbc you guys go to youtube watch it's one of our all-time who's great who's shows who's and, and, and one of the sound bites that came out was, you know, uh, Chaney Crowder says to you, he's like, how does a, a power fi- how does a HBCU, H-B-C-U yeah. compete with a power five? And, and, and you responded like, you know how you do it? You bring in a, a conduit, you know, for change. A
4: change. Yeah, a man. And um,
0: when you heard these, you said your son woke you up this morning and he's no. the one that informed you of uh, Coach Nick Saban's uh, comments. You know, what was Mm -hmm. the first thing that went through your mind, right? Because a lot of us wonder, right? Like, you know, I look up to you, not only, like, not because from a a football standpoint, but what you did post career, right? We're talking about we got Michael Strahan's of the world making 20, 30, 40 million dollars a year uh, uh, in media. And you're right there. I don't know what you were making, but you're right there. You made the name to leave and go to coach. (laughs) Right? You went not only go leave and go coach but you left to go to HBCU, right? Mm-hmm. So uh, that hit hard for me, um, you know? So I, I guess my question for you is, you know, I, break that down for me, that dynamic,
4: you know? That, when you talk that, about- that hit, that hit. I mean, that hit, like when my son called me, first of all, when your child called you, they know I go to sleep early, you know, unless I'm on Netflix and, you know, whatever. Um, when he called me, I'm like, what's wrong? You all right? Yeah, dad, you ain't hear what this dude said? I said, what are you talking about? And he sent me the article. I said, don't worry about it. I got it. I have it. And uh, just that quickly, God gave me words to, to spit out because I had to respond real quick to let them know I'm going to respond. Don't worry about it. I'm going to respond. And the conclusion of the the, the the tweet that I put out was, uh, we we don't have to pay our people to play with our people. It was something to that extent, but it was it was crappy. It was keen. And I said, okay, I got the attention. But uh, I got it because you never want to make a declaration of give a response based on emotions. You always want to always bring it down. I always, no matter where, especially in relationships, bring it down.
7: I love okay, it
4: we, we it. go with a saying, a sound mind and sit back and relax and just you know think it through. So once I throw it through, I say you know what, I don't want to just hit play and spit. I don't want to do that. That's too easy. That's too easy. Let me sit down with one of my guys, John Jacques Taylor, who who was a journalist who writes who, who wrote writes for Sports Illustrated as well as uh, ESP in the magazine. And he's done several stories and he's been down with me ever since I was a cowboy. So he came over to the crib and we just sat down. I said, look, three things I got to do. I got to be professional. That's number one. Let's keep that straight. I got to be professional. My head coach, people are looking up to me and dependent on me. I say, number two, I got to represent our people. I got to represent our people well. And number three, I got to check him so he knows, don't play with me. Mm. So yeah. I wanted to accomplish those three things. And uh I think I think we did. We're there phone going on. People mm. calling and and now there we go. I wanted to accomplish those three things and I think we did. Matter of fact, I know we did. Right. So it wasn't even about I'm a thinker, my man. Brandy, I'm a thinker. You a thinker. You guys are thinkers. Like I'm a critical thinker. That thing was about me. When I look through the smoke and through the fire, that, Coach Saban used me and using Bo Fisher as pawns mm. in his plea for help from his boosters and his donors. We were just pawns. Now he was really going at his people to to up the ante so that he could outdo Coach Fisher. Right. Now they just threw me in the fire because of what we accomplished in our recruiting last year with Kevin Coleman and and uh, Travis and some others. They they just threw us in the fire because he was the spokesman for all SEC and he was the spokesman for all the prior fives and the PWIs by saying, hey y'all, we can't let that happen again now. All right, yeah. <laughs> so, I'm gonna go out on a limb. So I don't I, I don't blame him, man. I know what he was trying to do. I saw through the bull jump. I really did.
0: Right, uh, so I'm, I'm gonna throw two things at you, let you respond, I love. You, you're you a thinker, but you're also a talker. <laughs> so I'm gonna let you respond yeah. to these two things. Yeah. One, you know, how did you get Travis Hunter then, right? Like, how do you get a guy and flip a guy to go from a power five to a HBCU? That's well, the thing. you call you it flip. A no, no one second, give me one a one at I'm, time. Time. One. I'm too old. I'm
4: too old. No, get you can't. You, time. Time. No, you, can. you got it.
0: you oh, a thinker. You're I can't remember. Let okay, go.
4: go. Let me get the first one first. I can't go. remember the second Okay. First of all, I don't call it flip because he had never visited Jackson State. He had never been to an HBCU. All he's heard about all his whole life was this, 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 that at the powers. Now, getting him on campus and bringing him to an HBCU game and a game of that magnitude where we got 60,000 of your people in there screaming hollering and yelling and shouting and and you never seen that like it because you've never seen that many people. You can fathom. Y'all can't fathom seeing 60,000, man, of Mm. your people on one accord. I mean, having a good time, ain't nobody going to jail, ain't nobody chipping, ain't nobody doing no crazy, ain't nobody shooting, ain't nobody robbing, ain't nobody stealing. We all out there for one plausible cause. That was a beautiful fact and we won. And he got to see a guy that he looked up to in his element, um, living in his purpose. Mm. I was in my bag, (laughs) pre-game speech, post-game, doing the game, I'm in my bag. I'm doing what God has blessed me to do. And you see that at that level. And you said, "Dang, I never even fathomed that this could be like that." Now the door is open, and the gate is open, and we talked to Mama. And see, uh, one of those other schools made a made a mistake when Mama said, "Don't do this," and they did that. What was that? And they got ah, come on, give you know, us something. They, bro. <laughs> they made Stop. a mistake. Mama said, "Don't do this." If you did that, now that that's the wrap. Yeah, and we was 100. We kept it 100. We kept it straight. We ain't trying to buy you, we ain't trying to solicit you, we ain't trying to do none of that. And they didn't want to be bought anyway, they don't even get down like that. So we got tra and Travis wanted to learn from me, man. He really wanted when we do one on ones right now. Travis, that like, coach, can you come over? I said, Travis, you know, I got a whole team to watch sooner. Uh, Could you coach, can you come over here and just watch this? Uh, coach, seven on seven on seven, coach, can you come on my side? One like Travis. Like, but he won it <laughs> like that <laughs> but I love it because he won it like that he's yep. pulling it out of me he wants it like that He competes in everything we fish it he compete He compete yeah. mm. this Start is phase right, man. two
9: The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. the longest field goal ever missed also 76 yards. Why bring this up? because knowing your limits matters both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70 yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to keepitfunohio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.
4: Discover why critics are calling Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes the best film of the franchise. it's a jaw-dropping spectacle that demands to be seen on the biggest screen possible. I need to go. Hang on. It is our time. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Now playing only in theaters. Tickets on sale now. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13.
5: Look around. You can find cars like these on AutoTrader. Like that car riding your tail. This is I am athlete tonight. I am your host Lee J. Dusable with Brandon Marshall and Brandon Flowers, and we have Coach Prime Cody, Cody, the Cody, yeah, Coach of the Year, year, head coach for the Jackson State (laughs) University football team. Now, Cody, I'm not sure if you've seen this, but Nick Saban did a press conference when he came out, and he said he reached out to you, and we're going to play that audio uh, of him saying that he reached out and, and called you.
8: I reached out to him. Um, never got a response, but um, you know, I, I'm I feel bad about it. But um, I, I don't. I'm not changing my philosophy on. You know, I, I look at the the betterment of college
6: football. What, what is good for the game?
5: So, Cody, <laughs> first yeah, of yeah, all, Nick really, of <laughs> I
6: would yeah, say, did yeah. Nick Saban
4: really reach out to you? And two, yeah,
5: yeah, he did. He, did. Okay. He, he reached
4: out to my people. He didn't reach out to me because he don't have myself. He reached out to my people um, for certain. He did. Okay. Will you sit down and, and talk with him? Let, let me tell you how I get down. If you go at me in public, mm, I know we got to deal with it in public. Don't mm. go at me in public and try to solve it in private. We mm. can't do that. Let, let's come on a forum publicly and deal with it publicly. Mm. I don't I don't do that. I'm not going to shine on you uh both Brandon and, and, and public, then come to you private and say hey, fellas, man, you know I'm bad, man. When I was on IMF, you ready for I <laughs> you know I, I was tripping, man. But you no man, no, 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 no. You showed up publicly. We gotta deal with it publicly. We can't we can't do it no other way. Mm. That ain't right. That ain't cold. That ain't cold. You gotta understand. I don't hold grudges. I have the utmost respect for Coach Saban. I think Coach Saban. I don't think I know Coach Saban is the Magna Cum to me of all college football coaches. Coach Saban will probably he, what he's accomplished in college football may never be uh, accomplished again. I love who he is as a coach. That's why I the point. Yeah, what what he said and what he did. That's just a moment, man. I don't. I'm not going to put him in a category just because he had a bad moment. That's not who he is. He had a bad moment. He got caught up. He had a bad moment. And that
0: clip was courtesy of Campus with Jacob Hester and Bobby Carpenter on ESPNU Radio Channel 84. Uh, Brandon Flowers, I know you got a question.
6: Yeah, so, so my thing was prompt. Cody, yeah, no, yeah,
0: don't
6: say You ain't see the, ain't see the whole
4: see
0: exchange with,
6: Listen, with Cody. I said it. Coach that's Damon. why I caught myself. Y'all respect, <laughs> respect
4: me. Yeah. Yeah. I seen it. That's yeah. why I caught myself. Prime <laughs> <So, laughs> is good. We, you know, we good. We, we <laughs> <time is>
6: good. <laughs> now, I, I like that you're a critical thinker, right? But initially, yeah. when you say your son woke you up, I want to know mm-hmm. because when I heard this, right, it stung me. The way he alleged these things about Jackson State, you know, because I like what yeah. you're doing over there and what you bring into HBCUs
0: and our people and, and yeah. our people, right?
6: So mm-hmm. I want to know for you what what was the thing that disappointed you or stung you initially the most? Was it the fact that somebody from Coach Savings' caliber was the one that alleged this, or was it the fact that did he really feel like I can't just get a kid like this outright and I can't compete with the top hey, dogs? Hey,
4: hey, hey. Okay. <laughs> I like that, my brother, because <laughs> you own it the thing that stung um, was that so you feel like there's no connectivity for the culture and for our people that the only way we could do that is we pay mm-hmm. So that's how you feel? Like that That. so there's no way that I can secure a power five caliber player and he said a D1 player. He said a, like a D1 caliber player. Or something of that nature that he said like he chose something less to participate in than what they can offer and he chose less and then i started thinking so 14 years in the NFL at a certain level don't qualify me mm-hmm. so being in the hall of fame don't qualify me so being a father of five a real dare father of five don't qualify me so being a Uh, HBCU football coach and winning don't qualify me. See, see, just being a real person and there for my friends, family members and loved ones and whoever else don't qualify me. I've coached in an unarmored All-American game for, I think, 14 years straight. Some of the best players in the nation, so that don't qualify me.
5: Mm
4: -hmm. I've coached high school football for a plethora of years and won four straight eight championship that don't qualify me. Like, so <laughs> you I'm disqualified from a guy that looks like me, talks like me, walks like me, and kind of want to be like me. That that's the problem
0: for me. Cody, Cody, um hearing you just answer that question. I got tears in my eyes. Me to too. I'm sorry. I'm sorry
4: with the soliloquy. But no, that's,
0: no, no, no. let me ask you this question. Are you bigger than the coach? Are you more than the coach? No. Or more in than the coach? Reason, oh, and the reason I say that is because when you said that yes. lead, your tweet, uh, Evan, can you come in and read the tweet real quick? Real quick because we, you know. we.
1: Yeah, said, yeah. yes, sir. I got right here for you. Here's the tweet that he said. He said, quote, You best believe I will address that lie Coach Saban told. I was awakened by my son that sent me the article stating we paid Travis Hunter a million to play at Jackson State. We as a people don't have to pay our people to play with our people.
0: Mm. So the reason why B, I don't know why you had tears in your eyes, but before we throw it to you uh, Coach Prime, you know B, I want to have a little exchange with you, bro. Like What I felt, because like hearing Coach Prime's tweet is like, bro, like we're in this position as a people, and when let's be clear, we're talking about minorities, talking about Black people being in position of power, being in a position to change things, bring other people with us. As we climb the ladder, we are we're able to pull people with us, yeah. right? And there's a lot of things happening in media and sports right now, and so when I hear people, I hear like you know, like man, like Prime is doing something different. Coach Prime is doing something different, and, and he's sacrificing. So I, I don't know. I'm not going to try to put any label on them, but I'm thinking, you know, civil rights leader, whatever, but it's just different, bro. We're, he's going to go down in the history books, you know, doing something totally different. So I don't know why you got teary-eyed.
6: It's just because of what he's doing for us, right? HBCUs, minorities, coming from where we're coming from. Like, if you're a skill position guy, you want to be like prime. I don't care what generation you came up in. You showing them, you're not only a coach, you're a father figure. And just the way you just interpreted your response. Like, you represent us so well. It's more like I'm proud. Like, you know what I'm saying? Just to hear the way he just just verbalized that. You know, for me, it just, it just sit well. And that's why he's one of my favorite people. Sometimes I just listen to you talk. I go to some of your speeches and what you do and just, just hear you talk because you give us hope. You give us promise and you just represent us well, Prime, mm. Cody. You know what I'm saying? Man, that's, that's, that's what I you do for it. us, for me. So for just for me to hear that answer, the way you even just put that, the way you did, it was just, it was special for me to hear, you know?
0: So, so then back to my question, are you bigger than the coach?
4: Well, I don't know what you mean by bigger than the coach, because that could be taken somewhat different. Um, I'm more than a coach. I'm say like more than a coach. I, yeah, I'm more than the coach, like, uh, my, my most relaxed times at Jackson State are when, when I'm on the field coaching because as soon as I blow that whistle and we end practice, I become Tyler Perry. You know, I got to write the play, produce the play, um, pay for the play, edit the play, cut the play, choose the people in the play. I got to do a multiplicity of things. And I love it. I'm not going to say I don't love it because I love every minute of it. But it's much more than just coaching. It's so much more than coaching. Hey, look, one of my kids, and I call my kid not my biological my kid, he play for me. Facetime me from the airport yesterday in Atlanta. Four, four star receiver, bad boy, bad boy. A year ago, he didn't even play last year. Do the grades, and he had to get it right. Uh, love it. Work in project. A, a project. He's a project. Work in progress. I'm sorry. And wanted me to talk to the lady that was helping him in the airport. And I said, hey, baby, how you doing? How you doing? She said, oh, Coach, I, just, I, said, I, said, I said, you know what? My, I'm pretty sure he's never flown in the first class. Since I'm going to do this and take this picture with you, can you upgrade him to first class, please, so he could have that wonderful experience? Because I know you're capable of doing that and just giving him something that he's never encountered before. Hmm. And we cool. We exchanged. She took the picture, cool. And I looked at him before he got off the phone. He said, thank you, Coach. I appreciate it. He had all Jackson State stuff. So what probably transpired is he came up with Jackson State stuff. She said something about me, and he said, I could call my coach right now. Mm -hmm. I like that. Mm -hmm. That I'm reachable, man. I'm touchable. That he feel like I could call my coach right now. Mm -hmm. And I don't know what he could ever be dealing with in life, because I know he's dealt with some tremendous obstacles. But I want to be able and I want to be available when he's going through hell and him knowing that. I could call him right now. That's right. More than I like that, man. Mm-hmm. I, I like that. Just right. that little moment that we had, it was so much more than that, that exchange at the ticket counter to me. Coach, coach we're talking to Cody. Coach of the
6: year,
5: <laughs> Coach Prime, and co- football coach of Jackson State. We're gonna bring in our producer, Evan. I know he had a, a question for you, uh, Cody. Yeah, Coach Prime. Thank you for doing Cody, the show. Cody, uh, Cody. It's no, good. Awesome. I like
4: good prom. I like good yeah. I, like prim, yeah. <laughs> I just, prim,
1: just want to be the most respectful possible thing I can possibly be, sir. Uh, thank you so much for doing this. I have a question for you. Uh, Nick Saban just was quoted moments ago saying that he thinks the whole NIL landscape is completely out of control. Yeah, it uh, is. He sound. It sounds like he's like yeah, scared yeah. of the of the new world of college football. And I'm curious. No, what what it is thought. is the
4: balance is is the subject. He's now subjected to um, leveling. I mean, being balanced out because now the bag is called the NIL. It hmm. used to be the bag. Now the bag has a name. We're calling the NIL. The NIL stands for Name, Image, and Likeness. The only problem I have with the big boys is I ain't seen nobody name, nobody image on that, and nobody likeness on that. So all this money exchanging hands from the boosters and from the donors and for the givers and whatever um, name they've come up with. They come up with one other name. I forgot what it was. Um, I guess when they come into a group and they just give uh, accordingly to, to the different players on their team, but I ain't seen nobody uh, endorsing that. So really it's just another form of giving the bag. Mm -hmm. And now you don't have the upper hand because now that's level and you have to challenge your boosters, your alumni, your donors to compete with all the big boys in giving, and it's gone, it's gone crazy now. It really has.
1: I have one more quick question for you. Um, Jimbo Fisher w- went pretty hard at, at Coach Sabin and said, uh, you know, mm-hmm. pretty, pretty much said he's a bad guy. Um, <laughs> there's a lot of stuff happening behind the scenes. I'm curious what your thoughts are about it. How do you feel about Jimbo making those comments, and do you agree? I don't attack um,
4: someone's character publicly i don't I don't play those games but they have a relationship I think they they coach with one another and they know each other um, they know each other behind the curtain so what one is saying is you got the audacity to sit here and call me a spade when I know <laughs> when I know what I know what I know what I know and you got they got to be careful that's why you got to be careful calling people out and, and signaling things out because i don't I, I know he didn't think that coach fisher was going to respond. In that manner, but he was in uh he was in coach coach fish. was in kill bowl man. He he went at it, and I just want them to leave us out that nonsense.
0: Coach Prime, we have like 30 seconds left, and I have two things for you. I know so I can't throw two things at you, but I am. Uh, can we get both of you and IAA on uh the, the 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 show like you and coach on the show together? Because you said you want to handle it in public. That's one and two. Uh, well, he ain't gonna do that. Coach was he here. Gonna do that. If we get y'all together, what would you say to him?
7: Um, you
4: got 15 seconds. I, I have not lost respect for him. First of all, I still admire him and I still would uh, admire him to the utmost. Um, but I wouldn't even question why. I would say, let's just move on. I don't harbor on yesterday when I'm looking forward to today, man. I don't do that. I got to dominate today. I ain't got time mm-hmm. for what happened yesterday. I am Matt Lee tonight with Coach Prime, aka <laughs> Mr. Cody. We love you appreciate the it uh, everybody on, on staff man I appreciate y'all man y'all got a wonderful blessed thing man keep it going B-Marsh you know how, much, you know how I feel about you and the family man Thank keep you, it sir. going my brother because y'all are blessing a lot of people I really want y'all to know that a lot of people look forward to y'all interviews man Thank you. and I do too Inside the Green Room with
6: three time NBA champ Danny
4: Green
0: Chris Bowles a nine time defensive player on an NBA defensive team but I don't mind certain guys critiquing players. It's but when it's you're- a role player. Like Matt Barnes said to disrespect a hall of famer is too far. Calling somebody a cone. is disrespectful, bro. I don't care. You, you target and cone two different,
5: two different words, bro. Don't miss an episode of inside the green room with Danny green. Every Wednesday, wherever you get your podcast, Brandon Marshall, LaShawn Shady McCoy and Adam Pacman Jones sat down with a former three-time NBA all-star who averaged just over 20 points a game during his 12-year NBA career, none other than Agent Zero himself, Gilbert Arenas. Now, we have some exclusive snippets of that interview that I would like to play and share our reactions to. And in this first clip, Gilbert discusses his current relationship with his former teammate, Javarius Crittenton. Now, Arenas and Crittenton were involved in a locker room altercation back in December of 2009, which involved guns and led to both players being suspended for the rest of the
3: season.
8: Speaking of jobs, locked up right now. Or have, have y'all got cool since that situation? No, like, no, no. You
3: know, even even, even then, like I was like, you know, his his mother needed, uh, like you know, because we wasn't getting BA checks anymore. So his mother need uh surgery for her neck. He asked me, yeah, because you know I'm not, real, up, I'm not gonna hold it personal. That's what's up. I'm not gonna hold it personal. i you, that, you, that, you that, I'm not gonna hold it? But like even even then, I like I, I took care of him because you know everybody like nobody wanted to put him at that time. Like even to this day, I send him cell phones. If you a new cell phone, he gets them. So, shit yeah, all so time. y'all talk <laughs> all the time. All, 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 all the time. He locked up now, though. Yeah. So yeah. you still stay in contact? Yeah. with him? That's what's up. Once man. a week, what we what talk crazy. once a week, he just it's just like we was like we was teammates. Man, what you think about this series? What you think about this? He just talked about it. we just talked basketball. I man, we're about to have a lockdown, so I probably won't see. You, I won't talk to you for about two weeks. Yeah. All right. Man. What do you got? Fifteen years. Twenty. Twenty something.
5: Man, now the Wizards released Crittenton when his suspension was completed. He would not return to the NBA for another regular season game. He is currently serving a 23 year prison term for voluntary manslaughter with a weapon and aggravated assault with a handgun in connection with the 2011 murder of a 22 year old woman in Atlanta. Now, Omar, when I when I heard this snippet and heard you know, um, you know, Gilbert Arenas talking about how he's still you know cool with his teammate and and, and you know, looks out for me. I believe his mother needed surgery and he kind of paid for it. Sometimes you got to pull a
7: gun on somebody.
5: <laughs> just like that?
7: <laughs> Come on. But I was going to ask you, so would you still be cool with a dude yeah, that you had to pull something on? I mean, sometimes you got to pull a gun on somebody. Sometimes they got to pull a gun on you. It's just, yeah. it's just, it's just be like that sometimes. Well, right, when, I want to throw it to, to Adam <laughs> Packerman Jones because you were there. So what was your first
8: initial reaction when he said he was still cool with with uh? It, wasn't like the story that the media portrayed it to be. Um, he kind of set them up to do it. You get what I'm saying? He burned the gun in the locker room for him. Do you get what I'm saying? Oh, so wow. he didn't have a gun. Gilbert brought the gun, took the whole all the bullets out, put the clip in. Um, if When you tune in, you'll, you'll get to hear the whole story. But the most uh, mm. touching part about the interview was he felt so guilty. After that happened, because the kid never got a job again. Yeah, he never played again, right? You mm-hmm. get what I'm saying? So they came, they became best friends through the trials and tribulations that they went through, and they was already cool. You know what I mean? They falling out, you know you know how it is in the locker room. You might fall out for a day with it with a person, then the next day you back cool with them. You get what I'm saying? But um, you can tell he was really passionate about it, and um, I think he really felt bad. I, I think he's probably one of the missed. Really misunderstood guys that I've had to come across as far as interviewing. Um, he was way more cooler than people making him to be. Um, he was upbeat about everything, and he was fireball. When I'm telling you, he he he, he walked away and he talked the way he walked. Um, he was letting it out.
7: Listen, that's the value of I'm athlete giving athletes the format and the opportunity to paint their own narrative. Right. and. To their peers. And 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 that's the value of it, which is why you get to see guys open up like the Kyrie Irving interview. That was great. It was phenomenal. Yeah. Which is, yeah. you know, and, and, and here's the thing. Kyrie isn't giving that interview to everybody. No. Nah. Right? And he's not having that conversation with everybody, exactly. which is why I am athlete is here to stay because athletes feel comfortable. Around other athletes talking as if they're in a locker room setting, it's a safe space. 100%. And that's why we
5: call this the locker room, right? Because it is a safe space if you have a story that needs to be told or you want to get something off your chest. To Omar Kelly's point, right? You feel more comfortable being around other athletes. Like, I I tell people this all the time. Like, I, I love coming here to work because. I know you were an athlete, Omar, but you've covered the NFL for so many years and have a lot of respect for from so many former players. But like coming here with with Shady McCoy, who was a former teammate of mine, Brandon Marshall, who I've known since 2004, we were teammates in college and in the NFL. Uh, having Adam Pacman Jones, like it's not work; it's like we're just in the locker room talking, man. I think that's yeah. what really separates our show. And people from don't know people else.
7: players talk just like this. Exactly, yeah, in the locker room. Exactly. And you gotta
8: realize that feeling. Um, Bows, that's what people don't realize man i got a friend that's about to sell the broncos mm. his feeling that he's missing because he's been in the locker room his whole entire life yeah he don't know no other feeling you get what i'm saying he's been since diapers he wake up go to equipment room check say hey to the guys you know what i mean as you get older yeah you build to be different things but this feeling that we have mm. is almost similar to being – it's probably the closest thing we can get as far as a group of guys that's been through uh, thick and thin, and I'm, I'm saying NFL-wise, as far as getting to the locker room because we have a conversation on or off camera that goes back to, damn, man, you mean we had this conversation in the locker room? Exactly. Yeah, So it made guys feel comfortable because collectively, regardless of where – what academic you coming from, what if you're coming from poverty, in that locker room, all 53 or 56 guys, all of us go through similar, same and similar bullshit. And we can relate to each other because it's a brotherhood. So yeah, it's it's different when you come on here and talk to us.
5: Yeah, this is I Am Athlete tonight. I am your host, Lee J. Douzable, with my teammates, Omar Kelly and Adam Pacman Jones. And we're discussing the I Am Athlete Miami. Next episode coming up, 12 p.m. Eastern Monday with Gilbert Arenas, Agent Zero. So, in this next audio clip, Arenas speaks about his sentencing for carrying weapons into the Wizards'
3: locker room and his wild plan if he had to spend time in prison. So, I had to spend a weekend in jail. So, with the Weekenders. So, with the Weekenders. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Tell me right now if I'm going to get a year. If I get a year, I'm gone.
7: <laughs> I'm sleeping. You believe I'm-
3: it? I'm gone. I'm not doing nothing. I'm not doing no right, jail. Right. I already seen booty monsters and shit like that on the
7: thing.
3: <laughs> uh, I'm not playing around with them boys, yeah. man. I'm the hell, dog. Where you was going? Cuba or so I'm gone. Yeah, yeah, I didn't yeah, care. Yeah. I got passports. I'm out of here. Flight risk. That was only up? a year. Bro? I didn't care. I didn't care. I, I told my lawyer, if they, they say anything about a year, I'm leaving. Y'all ain't going to find me. And I disappeared. They... My lawyer didn't talk oh, to me crazy. for about it 90 days. I was gone. gone. <laughs> just in case, <laughs> I was practicing, bro. I was practicing how to stay away, just use cash. Right. <laughs> <laughs> now, Omar Kelly, like,
5: Remember yeah. dad, He was practicing. He was gone for 90 days. His lawyer didn't hear from him. He was working on just using cash. Like, where the hell? He's talking about he could go to Cuba. But where the hell did he think he was
7: going where somebody wasn't going to recognize him? <laughs> yeah, I mean, they not going to extradite you in Cuba, so uh, <laughs> he, he had thought it out. I mean, sometimes sometimes you had those plans where you got to, you know, you live on cash. He, yeah. he figured it out. He, question is, he was going to miss the lifestyle though. That, yeah. that, you know, on, on, yeah, bro. On,
8: Young yeah, El Chapo. That's
7: <laughs> <laughs> so, so, packed,
5: but He was dead. I didn't mean to cut all elbows. Too much of the episode. But, like, when he told y'all he was, like, on the run, like, I'll go to Cuba. I don't give a, it. a year? I ain't doing a year. Like, I heard y'all laughing. And not to give away too much of the episode because, again, again, comes out on 12 p.m. Eastern Monday um, on YouTube. I am Athlete Miami podcast. Like, what, what was your reaction when he was like, bruh? Like, he was dead ass serious.
8: He was <laughs> dead ass serious. I really truly think that he was dead serious. I don't know what movie he said he'd been watching. And the funny part, he was telling us, I ain't gonna go too much in the story, but he had a, he ended up doing 30 days in a halfway house. Oh, mm. he was like, man, it was this big dude that was in there. He was like six, six just slamming the ball against throwing the ball hard as hell against the basket. I mean against the backboard. Boom. And he said he was peeping. He said, boom. He said he was still the peeping. He said the dude looked at him. He jumped down. <laughs> he said he jumped down like he he was right there on him, but it was, it was, it was you you gotta go back and listen to the story. But um yeah. that's young El Chapo, man. I really think he was thinking about living with cash and he probably did. And he, he was serious by didn't talk to his lawyer until right. like 25 days until court so it was funny man it, it was an, a an unbelievable interview too. Could you do a year? Me? Year bid? Hell yeah. yeah like nothing. Yeah, If I had to yeah. <laughs> the is, do I want to? Hell no. <laughs> I, I wonder
5: was it
3: like do yeah. a year
5: and on good behavior you get out in six months compared to you know trying to yeah, be yeah. on the run you, you're always Cuba can get and behavior. live off a straight always can
8: get good behavior. Yeah, that's Again, I think
5: it would have been maybe six, maybe five, six months he would have been out of there. not to say any prison time
7: yeah, is easy, yeah. but
5: in this third clip, Gilbert shares a unique perspective on how greatness and achieving greatness does uh not yield many friendships, particularly
3: for the black mamba. But but you know, it's all it's all mentality. Yep. You know, you know, like when we're in sports and we're on teams, our natural instinct is to fit in, mm. right? To be liked. Be liked. Greatness doesn't want to be liked. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean, like mm, that was nice. Nobody liked Kobe Bryant. Nobody liked like like. It's funny when everybody is like, "Yeah, Mama." Everybody had a mama mentality. Everybody hated the mama mentality. Yeah. Y'all hated that he yep. thought selfish like that. Right. Now it's okay. Tell them man, man, take my shoes off. You ain't, you ain't. Oh yeah, you ain't balling. You ain't yeah. balling like that. Take them all. But that that's that's what greatness does. Greatness wants to challenge everybody. Yeah,
5: and it's interesting that he said that, right? Because we see it in scenarios today, right? You hear people say like, "There's not a lot of teammates that like Chris Paul. Not a lot of teammates really love Jimmy. I mean, guys respect those guys, but you know, sometimes when you're trying to be great, you can't be buddy buddy with people, right?" got um, you, you got
7: to challenge them. Yeah, you got you to be in their face. So, yeah, I totally understand. Yeah, on, I got gonna gonna one question. That, uh, I want to go back when you said thing. that. I want to ask him: How many days can you do, Omar? <laughs> I might be able to do 30. 30? 30? Yeah. So right. you
5: snitching after
7: that? <laughs> well, I'm snitching from the beginning. <laughs> I go...
8: I'm sorry. I just had to go back to that. Just but to the beginning, man. <laughs> you know how it is, man. Uh, When when you're so, now, I, want, I don't want to say self-driven, but when you are reaching for something higher than some people don't understand what you're trying to reach for, yeah. um, some things can come off a little arrogant. Some things can come off, you know, a little snobby because I'm trying to reach for something and I'm trying to pull bits and pieces to get the best out of everything around me. And it might come off a little harsh sometime, but knowing that my meaning wasn't to be, you know what I mean, that harsh to you. You get what I'm saying? But that, that's in any champion, bro.
5: Yeah. Now, don't forget to catch the I Am Athlete uh, episode featuring Gilbert O'Reilly arenas agent zero this upcoming monday at 12 noon eastern on youtube or wherever you listen to your podcast
0: Want more I Am Athlete Tonight? This your boy, B. Marshall. If so, you can get a new episode every night by subscribing to the main I Am Athlete Tonight podcast feed. We're on Mad Dog Sports Radio every weeknight, 7 and 9 Eastern. However, if you can't catch us live or you just want to hear the show again, you can always catch us on Apple or Stitcher or however you get your podcast. I Am Athlete Tonight is part of the SiriusXM Sports Podcast
6: Network. You.
9: So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.
5: Look around. You can find cars like these on AutoTrader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying
4: cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on AutoTrader. Just you wait. AutoTrader.